Hello everybody and welcome back to another episode of You Can't Handle the Truth and the very first episode in 2022. So Happy New Year everybody, I hope you had some good celebrations and you're feeling refreshed coming into this new year because I know I'm not, <laughs> definitely don't feel any different and I don't think it's going to go well <laughs> but have got to keep the optimism okay so what I'm going to do today is I'm going to do like a preview of 2022 what's going to come out I mean providing things don't get delayed so take every single thing that I talk about with a pinch of salt because things are very likely to be delayed or cancelled or postponed whatever I'm not really expecting any film to come out that is scheduled to come out I'm just going to hope they come out and if they don't we'll see them next year or the year after because one film I wanted to talk about, John Wick Chapter 4, has been delayed. Very annoyed. It was due to come out in May this year. It's now been pushed back to March 2023. Why? It's so annoying. But either way, we're going to talk about whatever films are anticipated. What am I looking forward to? What are actually scheduled to come out? I'm going to look at a spreadsheet of films that are due to be released. And I'm going to go through them. And I'm going to see if there's anything any good because... I'm kind of worried that there's not a fat lot of good coming out this year. We've got quite a fair few Marvel films and a few DC films too. Like this is a big year for DC just as it is for Marvel. But I'm really apprehensive that anything's actually going to be any good. So I'm going to go through the list. I'm going to talk about them. And yeah, without further ado, let's just get right into this 2022 preview so first up we've got just coming out at the end of this week the 355 now i'm not looking forward to this because simon kinberg directs it and i do not think simon kinberg is a good director at all he did dark phoenix which was terrible i like the premise i think it's cool having a group of badass women to go around doing jason bourne sort of stuff around the world sure that's cool but I just don't have a lot of faith for this film at all. And the fact that it's been delayed for about a year, like I'm sure this was due to come out last January, and then all of a sudden they pushed it back a whole year. Like, it's a major billion-dollar making film, but it's probably going to make less than $100 million if that <laughs> I mean, I'd like it to make money, but I do not think it's going to do well at all, so I do not care for it. Um, and then next week we've got Scream. I... Is... Who's asking for it? Does anybody actually want a Scream 5? And why do we want it like a legacy sequel? Like, it seems to be going down very much the Halloween 2018 reboot sequel sort of way. So they're bringing the old characters back. Uh, I, I don't, I'm kind of excited for it. I think it could be good. I think if they've managed to hide a lot of twists from the trailer, it could be pretty damn good. But we've got to bear in mind, it's being released in January. Now, nothing great ever gets released in January. It's a very much graveyard shift for big blockbusters, right? Typically, you've got the Oscar-worthy films and the BAFTAs, whatever. They tend to get released around this sort of time in the UK. But if it's a big studio release between now and the end of February, maybe middle of March, they're never going to be any good. So I'm very apprehensive that this film is going to be that good. However, I like the first Scream, and I like Scream 4, actually. That's a pretty good film, but I don't know how this one's going to be. So, very apprehensive about that. But it's coming out in about 10 days' time, so we've got that to look forward to. But why, why are they releasing a horror film in January? It makes no sense. I mean, I can understand if it was January 2021, because that was a horror show. But, yeah, I mean, right now we want to be optimistic, and we want to be kind of entertained. I don't know if releasing a horror film's kind of a good idea to do it now, but... Yeah, we'll see how that performs. I think it could do well. I mean, it, it's going to be 50-50. If it gets positive reviews and word of mouth, it'll do great. But if it's kind of trashing all over the originals, I do not think it's going to do that well at all. And if it's just a rehash, because I'm pretty sure it could be just a rehash. But we'll see. 
Either way, two weeks later, there's I, I don't think there's anything major being released in that two-week period of time. I mean, there's a new musical from Joe Wright, Cyrano, but I don't care for that, so not looking forward to that. At the end of the month, we've got Morbius. Now, I'm actually kind of excited for Morbius because I'm a huge Jared Leto fan. You know, I really like him as an actor. I think, yeah, he's ridiculous and crazy and too method half the time, but I think he's a very admirable actor, and I think what he brings to every single film is something a lot of actors don't bring, so I'm excited to see what he does for Morbius, but it's Sony, so I mean, it could be just another Venom, and it looks weirdly meta from the second trailer. I haven't seen the proper second trailer, but I've seen little bits and bobs, and he references Venom in it, so it seems to be kind of gradually expanding this universe, but what are they actually doing? Because, you know, Spider-Man worked because it was part and parcel with Disney, but now this is going back to the proper Sony universe, I don't know if they know what the hell is going on with it, so yeah, unsure about what that's going to be like, but I like Morbius, you know, I like the fact that he's a living vampire. I like Jared Leto as well, it could be good, I'm actually looking forward to it, but I could be mistaken and it could be a disappointing time, but we'll see, that's at the end of the month, and then there isn't another Marvel film until May, I believe, yeah, Doctor Strange 2, that's in May, so... Yeah, I'm excited for that. I think that could be pretty good because I love the first Doctor Strange. But then again, that was, what, five, six years ago. Is it too late? I mean, I know there hasn't really been an opportunity for Doctor Strange to have a sequel in that space of time. But you know, he was good the way he was used in No Way Home. I think leaving him out of most of it was a good choice. I'm excited to see what happens next with the multiverse, but I don't know how the sequel is going to tackle it. I don't know what it's going to be like. I think it's interesting that now we're getting into incorporating the TV shows that Marvel have done. So obviously WandaVision is going to have a big factor into it. So I think it's promising, but I think it could be too big for its own boots. And the fact that they were doing reshoots for about six weeks before Christmas, and the rumors are that it's introduced a lot of different cameos from different characters. I don't know if they're going to make it too fan servicey because yes, yeah, Spider-Man worked, pure fan service, loved it, but Doctor Strange is different, and we don't want two heavy fan servicey things, one after another, you know, we need a bit of actual content, you know, it's not all style of a substance, we need something good, and that's what the first Doctor Strange film was, so hopefully they maintain it, but yeah, I'm apprehensive, I don't want to be, because I want to be excited, but I don't know, I really don't know, it's going to be interesting, that's for sure, but that got delayed from March until May anyway, so we've got a few months in between Morbius and that to look forward to, but in between those films, one of my most anticipated films in a very long time is coming out, The Batman, now I am a huge fan of Robert Pattinson, and I think he's a fantastic actor, it's good to see him getting more roles where people can appreciate him outside of the Twilight films, but the Batman is... Uh, is it necessary? Because, I mean, this year, okay, in The Flash, which is coming out in November, I believe, let me check, uh, the 4th, yeah, the 4th of November, apparently, but in that you've got two different Batmans, I mean, Batman, I don't know, Bat plural, whatever, but you've got Michael Keaton's Batman Returns, and you've got Ben Affleck's Batman in it, apparently, but then earlier in the year, just in a couple of months' time in March, you've got Robert Pattinson's Batman what the hell is going on with this DC universe? Like, it's as bad as Sony's Marvel universe. Like, DC just do not know what the hell to do. And the rumours that I'm hearing about the Flash movie 
could break the thing entirely and I don't know if it's wise but we'll see how that goes either way Robert Pattinson's Batman I'm looking forward to because it's going to be dark it's going to be gritty I love the director I think Matt Reeves did a fantastic job with the last two Planet of the Apes films and he did the first Cloverfield didn't he he's a good director I like what I'm seeing from the trailers so far of the Batman but is it necessary I don't think it is because it seems as though every couple of years we get a Batman reboot we don't need it but I'm, you know, I'm looking forward to it. I think this could be challenging the Dark Knight trilogy, but I'm a huge fan of what Zack Snyder did, so I'm a huge fan of Ben Affleck as Batman, and I don't see anything wrong with that. So, yeah, I'm I'm hesitant, but I'm very excited for the Batman. You know, I think it could be fantastic, and hopefully, hopefully it is. And then for the rest of March, I mean, you've got some pretty big movies coming out in March. There's a new Pixar film, Turning Red, which I don't know. I mean, I'm not sold on the trailers just yet. Then you've got Downton Abbey 2, I mean, why? Then you've got Guy Ritchie's new film, which it seems as though he never takes a break. He's always directing and churning out something to be released in just a matter of months. So, Wrath of Man last year, that came out too quickly after The Gentleman, which was great. But now, I, I don't know what this film is going to be like. I mean, the trailer is a bit of a mess, but it looks kind of entertaining. Operation Fortune, Ruse de Guerre. So, I don't know, it's going to be probably bad, but enjoyable. I think Hugh Grant could be pretty damn good in it, because he's seems to be playing a very similar role to the gentleman so is this going to be a spiritual sequel or a secret sequel to the gentleman i don't know but i'm interested i'm just not really caring for it i really couldn't care less to be fair but we'll see how it's like because guy Ritchie always does interesting stuff that you want to watch i mean eventually maybe not good stuff but his aladdin i actually like the aladdin film that he did but yeah everything else has been sort of hit or miss and i think he needs to take a break and needs to understand Churning a movie out a year isn't always essential. He can just give it a rest and then come back with something even better. So, is Sherlock Holmes 3 coming out this year? I don't know. I don't know if that's this year or next year, but I do not think he's doing it. I think somebody else is directing it, but I'm not too sure who. So, yeah, we'll see about Operation Fortune. And then the week after that, you've got this Lost City with Channing Tatum, Sandra Bullock... I have not seen the trailer, I do not care for that, but I think maybe it's trying to be a secret sleeper hit of the year, I don't know. And then not a lot else coming out until a couple of weeks into April, you've got Michael Bay's new film, Hell Yes! <laughs> Ambulance. Now, I'm I'm excited for this, <laughs> okay? I know I shouldn't be, Michael Bay is not a good director, but he's an enjoyable director. It's a daft, stupid, fun kind of directing that he does. And Jake Gyllenhaal's in this. It's a remake of a Danish film. I am stupidly excited for it. I'm avoiding the trailer because I know any single Michael Bay trailer is going to be just a showcase of the whole film. And I don't want to see that. So I'm going to try and avoid the trailer as much as I can and kind of hopefully be entertained by it. But yeah, I liked Six Underground he did for Netflix. You know, I actually really enjoyed that film. It's bad, but it's bloody amazing. So I am hopeful that Ambulance is going to maintain it. I think you know, he's on a bit of a streak because I loved 13 Hours, but then I think he did Transformers 5 in between that. So we can't really talk about Transformers 5, but 13 Hours and then Six Underground. Now this, hopefully, could be a very good set of films. And yeah, that's going to be so controversial. They're not good films. They are not, <laughs> but... I'm a huge Bayham fan, and this looks like pure carnage, and the funny thing is, there's a piece of music used in Six Underground, which is just the same score used in 13 Hours, and now in the trailer for this, because I've heard it, the first part of the trailer is the exact same song, so he's reused the same piece of music, the same score, in three films now. 
How is he getting away with this? How has nobody cancelled him for this? Oh my god. But yeah, you've got Yaya Abdul-Mateen II in this, Jake Gyllenhaal, and Isaac Gonzalez, I think, is in it. So yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Ambulance should be a good time. This is supposed to release the same day as Sonic the Hedgehog 2. Uh, I'm not even talking about it. No, I'm not talking about it. But Knuckles, okay, Idris Elba as Knuckles, hell yes. Everything else, uh, no. A week later, uh, Fantastic Beasts 3. Uh, yeah, again, I don't know. I, I liked the second one. I did like the second one, to be fair. But they recast Johnny Depp, and he's been completely thrown under the bus and out the window. So I do not really care for this franchise anymore. But Mads Mikkelsen, great actor. And I kind of want to see what happens next, because the ending of 2 was quite a big cliffhanger. I can't remember it, but I'm sure it was a big cliffhanger. There was a big twist. I genuinely can't remember what the twist is. It's something to do with Credence, but I cannot remember who he is. Ah, uh, no, no, it's gone completely. I mean, this isn't a spoiler review thing anyway, so I'm not going to spoil anything, but there's a twist, and I cannot remember it, so I will have to revisit the first one and the second Fantastic Beasts films, but we've got three more coming out. So this is the third one, then we've got two more after this to finally wrap up the franchise. It's too long. We do not need this. We really don't. And then a week after that, we've got another interestingly sounding film, but is it going to be any good? The Unbearable Weight of Massive Talent. Now, this is Nicolas Cage playing Nicolas Cage. That's all you need to know. Like, it seems very meta, and I like meta, but, oh, I don't know if it's going to be any good. I think it's probably going to be one of these films where fans of Nicolas Cage are going to love it, but it's not going to be good. I mean, recently he's had some okay-ish films. I just don't know. I don't know if it's going to be any good. I really don't. But it's got Pedro Pascal in it, so it could be entertaining, could be humorous, but I don't know. I really don't know. And this is supposed to come out the same day as The Northman, so this is Robert Eggers' new film. I think it looks epic to be fair i think it looks mad so that could be one of my most anticipated films of the year you know i love what robert eggers did with the lighthouse and the witch i think the northman looks very dark and very gritty and i like that sort of thing so i'm hoping that gets a wide release and most importantly i hope it's good you know it's got a good cast it's got willem dafoe it's got alexander skarsgård nicole kidman anya taylor joy it's a stacked cast i think ethan hawke's in it as well actually god damn i'm optimistic it's going to be pretty special we'll see that's only in april so we've got not too long to wait for that but in may okay doctor strange could be the biggest film in may but top gun maverick Okay, this has been delayed for years. Right, I remember seeing the trailer for it back in, I think it was July 2019, when I was over in Canada, and I watched the trailer, it got released while it was at Comic-Con, and I thought, that looks amazing. You know, I'm a huge Top Gun fan, huge Tom Cruise fan, and then it got delayed and delayed and delayed and delayed. Now it's coming out 27th of May, apparently. Hope to God it doesn't get delayed again. If it does, I'm going to scream. But yeah, Top Gun Maverick, it looks amazing. Oh God, it's been so long coming. It's been so, so long since that film should have come out. It has to come out soon. It has to come out in May. Please, for the love of God, do not get delayed again. That's going to be special. That is going to be fantastic. I'm calling it now. And then a couple of weeks later, Jurassic World 3. I, I don't know. I don't know about Jurassic World because I didn't love the first one. And I kind of actually enjoyed the second one more, but a lot of people hated the second one. And now going back to the first one, I do enjoy it more, but I, I I don't really care. I don't really care what happens next, but I kind of just want it to wrap up. You know, I want us to be done with Jurassic Park, Jurassic World, whatever. 
And I think this could be a big summer blockbuster. It's probably going to stupidly make a billion somehow. But yeah, I'm kind of excited for it to be over more than anything. But Jurassic World Dominion is bringing back all the old cast. So Laura Dern's back. Sam Neill's back. Um, yeah, that's going to be... I, I don't know. I genuinely do not know how Jurassic World is going to be. It could be great or it could be one of the worst films of the year. It's going to be either one for sure. But then just after that, Lightyear. Now, this is the next Pixar movie. They've got two movies coming out this year, I think. It could be three, but yeah, two movies at least. I'm actually really looking forward to Lightyear. I think having a prequel based on any character from the Toy Story franchise, Buzz Lightyear is perfect. You know, and having it look like this, the visuals look amazing. The vibe that I'm getting from it looks fantastic. So I think Lightyear is actually going to be one of the best films of the year, hopefully. Chris Evans playing Buzz Lightyear. It's kind of a good casting. I like Chris Evans and I think it's right to not be Tim Allen. But what I'm hoping for is either right at the very end or a little nod. They're going to have the toy of Buzz Lightyear go into production. But I'm hoping it ends with something like one of these two ways. Okay, if you want to end it perfectly, a Buzz Lightyear origin film. This is the two ways you could end it. That would be the most perfect thing ever. One, the camera pans out from the actual film and then it turns out Andy has been watching that in the cinema, and then he wants the Buzz Lightyear toy for his birthday, which he gets in the first Toy Story. Or the second way of ending it is, the toy goes into production, then either they press the button and Tim Allen speaks, or the toy gets bought by Andy's mom, and that's the very last thing that happens, and then you know it leads straight into the first Toy Story, because that's when he gets the toy. They could end it like that, they could end it in a completely different way, but either way, I do think Lightyear is going to be one of the best of the year, so I'm very excited for that, and the visuals look fantastic, they are so, so good at animating right now, so I'm very excited for that. And then it isn't until about a month later that anything, you know, higher my anticipation level comes out. I mean, The Black Phone comes out a week after Lightyear. The Black Phone is a new horror film from Scott Derrickson, but it got delayed from February or April time. So I'm kind of annoyed that that's been pushed back because I would have liked to have seen that earlier. So now my anticipation kind of weavering a bit. But yeah, a month later in July, you've got two films I'm really looking forward to, but four films overall that I think, you know, should be on people's radars. The two other films I, you know, kind of look forward to, but I'm not fussed, Thor 4 and Black Adam. So Marvel versus DC, Marvel at the start of the month, DC at the end of the month. Thor 4, I, I mean, I, I wasn't the biggest fan of Ragnarok, to be honest, but I think it could be good, could be interesting. Is he going to be fat? I don't know. Christian Bale's in that, though, and I love a bit of Christian Bale. So I'm excited for that film for that reason alone. And then Black Adam, The Rock, is finally joining a cinematic universe. He's going to play this new DC villain or anti-hero. I think it could be good. I mean, it depends what rating it gets. If it's a 15, then fantastic. But I'm pretty sure it'll be a 12, but a violent 12, if that's even a thing. So, yeah, I'm not sure about Black Adam. I need to see some footage. But it could be one of these films that grows on me because wasn't a huge fan of Shazam when it first came out. Now I love it. So it could be exactly the same for this. We'll have to see. But the two main films that I am looking forward to. One is Nope, which is Jordan Peele's latest film. So I loved Get Out and I really enjoyed Us as well. And I think Nope, you know, whatever Jordan Peele was doing next should be one to look forward to. And Nope, I don't know what it's about, but I'm intrigued already. You know, I'm sold because it's Jordan Peele. So fingers crossed that doesn't let us down. But the other film I'm very, very excited for, Bullet Train. Now, this is the latest film from David Leitch, who has done some very good films, Deadpool 2, Atomic Blonde, Hobbs and Shaw. He co-directed the first John Wick film. Great director, really love his work. And now he's doing a sort of spy action thriller 
set on a bullet train and it's got an absolutely stacked cast you've got Brad Pitt, Sandra Bullock, Aaron Taylor-Johnson, I believe, is in it. I think Lady Gaga's in it, unless she had to drop out. But a lot of good people in this cast. And I'm very excited for it. So Bullet Train, I think, is going to be one of these films. People probably don't hear about it until it comes out. Then a bit of word of mouth comes around. And hopefully it makes some money. But yeah, I think that's going to be one of the films to look out for this year. If anything, Bullet Train. And then August... I do not see a single film on this list I particularly care for. The Man from Toronto, I'm mainly looking forward to this because I love Toronto, but it's got, uh, I think, Kevin Hart's in it and Jason Statham. No, Jason Statham dropped out. I think it's Woody Harrelson now, and they're playing like sort of hitmen characters, I think. I, I honestly don't know. But The Man from Toronto could be interesting. I, I honestly don't know. It seems to be the only big thing coming out in August, so it may make a bit of money. It may be one of the surprise hits of the year. I do not know. And then September's very much the same, to be fair. At the end of September, you've got two films I'm looking forward to. Don't Worry Darling, which is the new Olivia Wilde film. Good cast. You've got Florence Pugh in it and Harry Styles is in it. Looking forward to that film. You know, I'm very excited for whatever Olivia Wilde does next because Booksmart, her feature film debut, is fantastic. It's one of the best debut feature films ever. So whatever she was doing, I was going to be excited for. Don't worry, darling. That's 23rd of September. That's to look out for. But then a week later, here we go. Oh, my God. Oh, oh my God. Okay, this run of films here. Oh, my God. You've got 30th of September, then 7th of October, then 14th of October. Three films that could be fantastic and that should be fantastic. Mission Impossible 7. Cannot wait for that because Fallout is arguably one of the best action films ever. And the Mission Impossible franchise just gets better and better. So Mission Impossible 7. Cannot wait for. Honestly, probably my second most anticipated film of the year i'll get on to what's one because i haven't mentioned what's first yet and it's a stupid film and it's stupid reasoning but yeah you've got mission impossible 7 actually no maybe mission impossible third and then this next film is my second most anticipated film spider-man across the spider-verse part one so this is the sequel to the best spider-man film ever and one of the best animated films ever spider-man into the spider-verse and to be fair i wasn't really that excited for a sequel because sequels are rarely as good and especially to something as groundbreaking as the first spider-verse film but this looks incredible okay the little teaser that they released a couple of weeks ago it looks amazing so i'm very very excited for that film cannot wait and then a week later I'm mainly excited for this film because Halloween Kills is so dumb, I love it. Halloween ends, so this is hopefully the last ever Halloween film. It's probably not going to be, of course it's not going to be, but yeah, Halloween ends. I think it could be good, I think it could be, I don't know, it's, it's probably going to be terrible. It is going to be terrible, I can guarantee that, but I'm excited nevertheless, you know, I'm weirdly anticipated for that film, but if not, even if it sucks, you've still got Spider-Man out right then, so yeah, Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse, hell yes, cannot wait for that, 7th of October, just 10 days before my birthday, and then after that you've got The Flash at the start of November, then Black Panther in the middle of November, and then Creed 3 at the end of November... I'm excited for Creed 3 and I'm excited for Black Panther 2. Black Panther 2 is going to be uh, interesting. Okay, I'm not sure how they're going to handle Chadwick. But yeah, it's definitely on my radar because I love, love, love the first film. I think there's going to be a lot of emotion in that film. So it could be fantastic, but it could be missing something. You know, it could be missing Chadwick. So I'm not... I, I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen. The Flash, though. I think The Flash, I'm very much excited for because Michael Keaton's returning, and I love Michael Keaton. And I'm also excited for that because The Flash was arguably the best part about the Zack Snyder Justice League. 
and I wasn't expecting that because he was kind of wasted in the 2017 Justice League. So I am very excited for the film, but then again, after what I'm hearing, no, it's, it's not looking promising, so I don't know. It's a very curiously sounding film, so we'll see how that goes. Ezra Miller, I'm not 100% sold on still, but Michael Keaton, Ben Affleck, fantastic. But then Creed 3, I'm very excited for Creed 3 because I love the Rocky films and I love, love the Creed films so much. And now Michael B. Jordan is directing Creed 3, so that could be very good actually. I'm hopeful. But I think a lot of people didn't enjoy the second one as much as the first, but I did. You know, I think Creed 1 is fantastic, but Creed 2 is just as good. So I'm hoping Creed 3, you know, maintains the rhythm and possibly ends it. I mean, maybe this is the end of the franchise. Maybe they're going to do another 3 like they did with the Rocky films. I don't know. But yeah, I'm hopeful that Creed 3 is actually going to live up to the hype because there's a lot of hype. I'm very excited for that. But, 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 here we go. This is my most anticipated film of the year, 2022, Aquaman 2. Aquaman 2. Um, yeah. Oh god, I did not like the first one. When it first came out, I hated it. I thought it was terrible. And then it wasn't until I rewatched it at the start of last year, the start of 2021, I rewatched it, and I love it. I mean, it's such a bad film. It's such a meme, but it's absolutely delightful. It's such good fun. Honestly, I love everything, even though I hate it at the same time. But I think Aquaman is pure guilty pleasure film, and I'm hoping. Aquaman 2 is supposed to be better, you know, a lot of people on set are saying it's going to be even better, and that's promising because I did not think Aquaman was very good, but Aquaman 2, yeah, I do not know why it's my most anticipated film of the year, but it just is, it really is, and then this is supposed to come out the same day as probably the most anticipated film of the last decade, Avatar 2, I'm calling it now, this film will not release this year, it will not release on the 16th of December 2022, something is going to happen, it's not going to want to compete with Aquaman 2, because Aquaman, the first one, made like a billion, somehow, and knowing how much Avatar has been pushed back already, I would be very hesitant if this actually gets released this year, I genuinely do not think it will. So that's why I'm saying take these anticipation things with a pinch of salt because things are likely to be delayed. Apparently we've got four more sequels coming out and he's filmed two of them or three of them now. I, why? What is James Cameron doing? But it's not coming out. I'm calling it. It's not going to be released. It's really not. If I'm sat here in a year's time saying Avatar 2 came out and it was a good film, I will... I need to come up with a forfeit for that. But yeah, I just do not believe it will come out this year. But... Five days later after that, after the 16th, Super Mario Bros. the movie, or just Mario it's called. Hell yeah. I mean, I talked about it a few months ago in my Anticipation Avenue episode. Chris Pratt as Mario, Charlie Day as Luigi, Jack Black as Bowser, um, genius. Seth Rogen as Donkey Kong. Oh god, this film is real. How is this film real? But yeah, December this year, that's all we've got to wait. Just 12 long, hopefully not painful months. God damn it. And then after that, the last two films that are on this list, scheduled to come out at the end of December, I Want to Dance with Somebody, which I'm not sure what that is, but I'm going to guess it's a Whitney Houston biopic. Yeah, it could be good. I don't know who's playing Whitney Houston. But, oh, unless it's, um... Oh, I can't remember her name, but she was in uh, The Last Star Wars. Oh, what was her name? I think she was in The End of the world as well if that is even a biopic i mean it might not be but i want to dance with somebody it kind of seems as though it's going to be whitney houston orientated so naomi aki i think that's her name she could be playing whitney houston but i'm not 100 percent sure so do not quote me on that 
And then the only other film after that that's due to come out is Babylon. So Babylon is the latest film from Damien Chazelle. I'm looking forward to it, but I don't don't really care for it at the moment. I mean, I need to see some footage. I need to know what it's properly about. But I think it's got Emma Stone, Brad Pitt, and Tobey Maguire in it as well. So that should be an interesting film. And it's getting released around the typical time for, you know, Oscar-worthy films. So I'm sure it's going to be amazing. You know, I love a bit of Damien Chazelle. But I do not know about that film right now. I mean, I love Brad Pitt. And I love Emma Stone. So... It should be good. It should be good. But that's apparently going to round up the year. I'm sure there's going to be some more that get announced. And Netflix. I haven't even talked about Netflix or Disney+. Plus. I do not know what Netflix have planned for this year. Do they have Knives Out 2? That's the big question. Because I know that they secured the rights to Knives Out 2 and 3. But is Knives Out 2 going to come out this year or next year? I would love it to be this year. But I'm not 100% sure... So once again, do not quote me on that. Either way, we're going to see Knives Out 2 within the next couple of years. That's going to be great, hopefully. But it's going on to Netflix, so I'm kind of annoyed that we don't get the whole cinematic experience like we did with the first one. But whatever Netflix brings out, I'm sure there's going to be a lot of good stuff, a lot of bad stuff, but a lot of interesting stuff and a lot of first-time directors sort of stuff because recently they've been on an absolute roll with feature film debuts. So I'm hoping that keeps on going through the next year, the next couple of years even. Because if anywhere is going to give an opportunity for that, it's Netflix. So hell yeah, I'm all for that. And in terms of Disney+, Plus, I know they've got a bunch of TV shows coming. There's a lot of Star Wars and a lot of Marvel stuff. The Obi-Wan series, that's apparently going to come out this year. And Andor, excited for kind of both of those, I guess. More so Obi-Wan than I am Andor. But I really liked Cassie and Andor in Rogue One, so I think... That could be a good little TV show to keep an eye on. But Obi-Wan is obviously the main one. In terms of Marvel, you've got Moon Knight and She-Hulk, Miss Marvel, possibly some others, but I'm not 100% sure. I don't really know what the scheduling is like, and I wish I kind of knew what Netflix had planned, because last year they kind of did like a here's what's coming out in the next year sort of roundup, but I haven't seen that this year unless I've missed it. Either way, there's going to be plenty. There's going to be one a week, no doubt. So we'll see how all of that goes for Netflix. We'll see how it goes for Disney Plus and Amazon Prime and Apple TV Plus, blah, 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 all the rest of it. There's a lot of stuff coming out. The Last of Us as well. The Last of Us TV show, is that coming out this year or next year? I do not know. Just to wrap this all up, my most anticipated film, as I mentioned, Aquaman 2. Second most will have to be Across the Spider-Verse. And third one, it's got to be Mission Impossible 7. Hell yes. But uh, Top Gun Maverick is close behind. And I will do a least anticipated film, which oh, I hate myself for saying this, but it's Uncharted. You know, It comes out in February, but oh god, I love Uncharted. It's my favourite game series, probably ever. You know, I love the games so, so much, but I think the trailer looks shocking and I'm really apprehensive because video game movies are never good. Well, they're never great films. I enjoy some of them. Like Warcraft is a very good film, but I've never played the games. I have played the games of Uncharted, so I am going to be very critical about the film. And I don't see Tom Holland working, carrying this whole film. Likewise, I do not see Mark Wahlberg playing Sully at all. And the bit in the trailer when Sully comes out with the trademark moustache, it looks horrible. So, I, I... Oh, God. I'm really worried that the film is going to suck. And it probably will. I'm hoping it's going to be a surprise. I think a lot of people are going to enjoy it if they haven't played the games. But I'm a huge fan of the games. So, oh, God. I don't think it's going to be good. That's why it's my least anticipated film. But maybe because it is... I'm going to be pleasantly surprised. I'm going to go in with low expectations. If you expect disappointment, you'll never be disappointed. But I'm very scared it's going to be sh**. 
So, yeah, we'll see about that. And finally, two more sections, one of them being what film I think will be better than expected, and that's going to be Moonfall. Now, Moonfall is the next film from Roland Emmerich, who did Independence Day and Day After Tomorrow. He always does his disaster films, and they're usually a disaster, okay? They're not usually great, especially recently. I mean, Independence Day Resurgence wasn't that good. So, yeah, this next one, Moonfall, I believe the moon is coming to wipe out Earth, and the moon is not what it seems. So, from that premise alone, I'm sold, because I think it sounds so stupid, yet so fantastic. And it's got a surprisingly, you know, decent cast. I mean, a bunch of B-listers, to be fair, but Halle Berry's in it, and Patrick Wilson, Donald Sutherland as well. I think it could be better than expected. So that film is probably most likely to surprise people, and it could be a guilty pleasure. That's going to be the biggest guilty pleasure film, hopefully. And finally, if there's going to be any delays this year, the one film I believe is definitely going to get delayed, Avatar 2. So, yeah. With that, I will be your guide through whatever comes out this year, and hopefully there's some good stuff. I'm sure there's going to be a lot of bad stuff, so look forward to me ranting about all that. But yeah, apart from that, I think I'm done. So with that, I've been Kieran. This has been the 2022 preview. And yeah, like I said, I will carry on doing this throughout the year and hopefully find some fantastic films for us to watch. So yeah, that's me done. And I shall speak to you in the next episode of You Can't Handle the Truth.